This is the Flavor of Leadership podcast. I am your host, Clint Hoops. Together, we explore the unique blend of leadership wisdom that helps top leaders consistently achieve work goals, develop personally, and find fulfillment with family. Let's get started. Welcome back. This is episode number 18. Have you ever had your perception of a situation skew your interpretation of the facts right in front of you? I know I have, and that is the focus of today's discussion. But before we start, I have a small request from you. I want to hear more from you on what questions or show ideas you have so that we can explore them on the show. Whether it is an issue you're working on in your business or an idea for a show topic, please send all of these directly to me on Facebook, LinkedIn, or even via email at clint at flavorofleadership.com. Sure appreciate it. My daughter loves animals. And so she is the one in our house that takes care of our chickens. We have, you know, little chickens out behind our house. And she is the one that takes care of those. And she loves it. She loves holding the chickens and, and everything and, and taking care of them. It's, she just, she just enjoys it so much. She makes sure they have food, water, and she gathers the eggs each day before she goes to school. She has done this for quite a long time and she's very responsible, very good at it for being just a, a, a young little girl. But this same daughter, when she was even younger and in preschool, the teacher was asking the colors of different items and the children would respond. So the teacher would ask one, you know, what color is the sky? And the child would say blue. And then another child, what color is grass? And say green. And then the next child, you know, what color is dirt? And they, that one would say brown. And then the teacher came to my daughter and she asked this. She said, what color are eggs? And my daughter, when she responded, she said, well, blue, green, brown, <laughs> you know, because those are the colors of the eggs that our chickens at home would lay. And so, you know, it's kind of funny to think that uh, something so seemingly common, you know, color is, is white for eggs, was not really even on her list <laughs> that she put because of her experiences that she's had. My daughter's obviously seen white eggs and has white eggs, and we have them at our house from time to time. But at this time, when she was thinking about eggs, she thought specifically about the ones from her own chickens. You know, she had been, if, if the teacher had asked my daughter about carrots, she would have been in for another surprise because she probably would have said, you know, red, purple, <laughs> in addition to the normal orange, because at, at our house, in our garden, we have different colors of carrots. And, and so my daughter, her view of, of what is acceptable for color of an egg or color of a carrot is, is different than, than many kids, you know, in psychology, Many would describe what's happening here with my daughter in terms of what is called a schema or schemata, which is the plural version of schema. And so in Wikipedia, it actually says that in psychology and cognitive science, a schema describes a pattern of thought or behavior that organizes categories of information and the relationships among them. People use schemata to organize current knowledge and provide a framework for future understanding. So, essentially, the things around us that we understand are the foundation for understanding other similar things around us. 
currently and also in the future. So it will impact the way we see things and it will impact and the way that we expect things to work in our lives. Because of this, we can also be deceived by our biases that we have because these schema also help create biases within us and the way that we see things. So even if we have new information that theoretically should expand our schema or the way that we see things, sometimes this new information will even contradict the schema or our view that we currently have. And this new information should be expanding our framework, right? It should expand how we see things. But instead, because we've had this schema or this certain point of view for so long, sometimes we'll just ignore it. We'll almost pretend like it doesn't exist without even without even trying or without even thinking about it because it's so foreign to the way that we've seen things for so long. So these are some of our biases that we have. And so, you know, if someone told my daughter that there were purple eggs, for instance, it would likely not surprise her too much. She would just be excited to see them. She loves the color purple too. Since her schema already allows for different colors of eggs, a purple egg is not so far-fetched. It wouldn't be so far out there for her. Whereas if someone else who didn't already have an expanded point of view or schema, they might think purple eggs. That's, that's absurd. That's crazy. But for her, it's not so far out of what she can believe. So let's give another example. So let's, let's pretend about a young child. Same thing. Young child, what do they think? If they were going to draw a picture of a house, if you had your child, young child say, hey, draw a picture of a house for me, what would they draw? Well, they would most likely draw kind of a traditional roof. They draw a little triangle up at the top. They put a square down below. They put a rectangle front door and some windows that are squares, most likely something, something like that, because that's what they picture a house looking like, or they look at their own house, you know, perhaps they would draw an apartment building if they live in an apartment. And, but even that building would look very similar in the way that it's shaped and how it's constructed. And they would think in their mind, okay, they think of, you know, brick, stucco, siding, you know, some of those materials for the outside and, and, you know, maybe grass in the front and a driveway, those type of things. Those are all within what they would expect to see in a house. And so, what would this same child do if they went to a lake? We have a lake here. We live in southern Utah, and we have Lake Pal, wonderful lake for you know wakeboarding and surfing and, and water skiing and all kinds of fun things. And at Lake Pal, there are a ton of houseboats. So houseboats don't look like a normal house. They're made out of metal and plastic and fiberglass, and they float on the water. And so a child who sees a houseboat for the first time would now have their schema and their point of view would just be expanded. Their whole framework of what they even expect to be a house or what a house can even look like is now expanded and their mind can almost be blown, right? So when they find out about other new types of houses that are possible, it no longer surprises them anymore to see an RV, right? That's a house on wheels. It, it now is, is something that they can accept. And so, you know, so what is possible in their mind is now expanded. So how does this apply to the way we see the world? So as adults, we've already 
seen many of these things. And so there are fewer things that will surprise us and expand our schema in our lives or our perception. We get used to things being a certain way. And because it's that certain way, something new may come up and we may not even see it because we feel like we've already seen it all. So what data is there in our personal schema or perception of items at work that we currently use that are skewing our perception of what reality may be? So we may be using items that we think we understand at work to make real decisions. We are, undoubtedly. You are making decisions each day based on information that you think you understand, but you have a bias. You have a skewed perception in some of these items, and you don't even know it. So this may include how we see our financial results, customer service scores, or the performance of an employee in a certain task. In the past, I have found myself fighting for a certain outcome or decision with a group only to have my perception of reality changed. And then I realized later, because now my perception has changed, I now wanted something different once I had this more clear picture. None of us want to live in ignorance because that's essentially what it is, right? When our schema is limited or our perception is limited, it's, it's all due to our experience. So the longer we're around, the more experience we have, the more valuable we are to an organization, the more valuable our opinion may be because we compare everything that we observe or are told to our previous understanding and experiences. And if we have a lot of experiences, and a lot of previous understanding, that can help us immensely in most situations, right? This is why some of our most experienced employees can be our biggest help with all of their experience they have. But sometimes that same experience can skew their perception of reality when new data they have never seen comes up and they have to make sense of it all. It is often easier to just lump it in with the other ideas or items that that they can't understand because it better fits into how they understand from the past. And we often don't even question these people because they have all the experience that they are drawing on. Often we are those people. We're the ones with all of that experience and something new or something different will come up and we will instantly lump it into another category or excuse the information. Sometimes informations may be outliers, right? And that's okay. There are times where you have to ignore something, right? Or there are times when you can have information overload. So you have to get to the point where you disregard some information so you can make a decision. But we can't ignore important information if it will expand our view of the problem that we're trying to solve. Or to better, if that information will help us better describe or better understand the data that we're using to make critical decisions. It's always unfortunate to see people make very important critical decisions with limited information or limited understanding. This can happen when new opportunities or even new technologies are presented. You know, we may respond favorably or not based on our past experiences with new opportunities or new technology based on some experience we had in the past or some of the data that we think 
we understand from the past or even current data. So this is why it's important to surround ourselves with people we trust, but to avoid groupthink whenever possible. Or we may not be expanding our schema, our perceptions in the way that we see the data right in front of us. We might be, we might be missing some of the most important ways that our data connects and points to our next steps when we don't become open to seeing the way thing, other things connect or, or we're not open to seeing other data. Sometimes it's just easier to keep going the same way we've always went just because that is where we are comfortable. We are comfortable because it's already a part of how we see the world and we don't have to work to understand it or to expand our framework of how we see that situation or that data. We just kind of plug along and it's just easier to just keep going that same direction. It's comfortable. We understand. So that's where our experiences can actually cause us to make worse decisions instead of better. So do our experiences cause us to look at data, at the data before us clearly? Or are they skewing the data for us? Are we using one piece of data to make a decision when really there are other pieces of data in front of us to make a better decision if we were just a little more open? Do we pick and choose data to support that decision we already made? Or do we look at all of the data available to us, even if it doesn't support our current understanding? So can we quantify more elements when making our decisions? Gut feel can be good for decisions that just need to be made. Quick, fast decisions. Okay, how does it feel? Move forward, go, go, go. But big decisions? They might need more than a gut feel. Seek to quantify more elements when making a decision. It might change your reality, might change what you feel if you have all the data in front of you. Much of your gut feel comes from the data that you currently see and from your perception of it. So change the data, change your perception, and the gut feel can actually change and you may feel better about another direction. So all of these questions that we just posed must be answered by you, the leader. We can't lead without great data and clear understanding. So that is why we are seeking more data and more understanding. We want to expand our perception of what's possible and what is around us. So here is the challenge for this week. Find somewhere in your business where your schema or thinking is too limited and seek to expand it. Expand what you know and understand to make better decisions this week. I know you can do it. Like I mentioned at the top of the show, I would love to hear what is on your mind, what topics you want us to cover on the show. So please share them with me. Do this on Facebook, LinkedIn, or via email at Clint, C-L-I-N-T, at flavorofleadership.com. I look forward to hearing from you. Until next week. 
Thanks for joining me on this week's episode of the Flavor of Leadership podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback for us, you can reach me directly at flavoroflidership.com. Thanks for listening.